I just know that uh, five out of three of our viewers <laughs> don't like moist. Don't like the word moist. I just I know that for a fact. See, all I, I think that. of is is like the front of the like Duncan Hines cake box every time I hear moist, <laughs> and it just really makes me want like you know a Duncan Hines cake ch- box. chocolate cake. <laughs> oh, you want the cake in it, not just the box. Okay, I yeah, get it. yeah. All I've wanted since I was a all child was box. Now all I can think about is that lady in front of me on that airline my flight the other day was reading porn. What? Yeah, that was a <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was a... Yeah. Uh, you need context a, for that kind of story. <laughs> so, well, you guys you use the word moist. It's just one of the lines. I'm sitting like... I'm in the, the what, like the middle seat. And I just, you know, I was like, I was like, okay. Uh, I look over and I like look right between the two seats in front of me. And there's somebody reading it uh, like a... Like a um, Kindle, something like that, right? Sure. One of them e-readers. Yeah. And I was like, I just, you know, you just glance and you're like, I wonder what they're reading. And it's like, ooh, uh, well, I know that word, you know, because it's like a, <laughs> you know, you get into like the crossword puzzle, not the crossword puzzle, but like the I hidden know word thing. Yeah, like I'm like, I'm like, if I circled that, that would be the word clit, and that would be <laughs> member, hard, moist, throbbing, throbbing. I was like, wow, velvety. Bingo. So, what's what's it was really so what was what was what was what, the thing for me was I immediately thought oh my god some perverted guy in front of me is reading fucking smut, and then I I looked from the the, the tablet thirteen year old girl no actually about eighteen though yeah eighteen or nineteen oh I was like what I went there for the memes but actually knowing that that exists and she was doing that right in public no I mean it's on an airplane yeah it's pretty from, much in public uh, did you did you hear a whimpering from that seat in front of you because here's well here's what I don't get you might have been part of her fantasy she was I have some serious <laughs> doubts but she was holding it up like right in front of her just trying to get like, other people to read it just it was like it was just so obvious to me it was like I mean it's it's just right there <laughs> She, she bought the ticket going, I'm going to get on this goddamn My Hot Club today. Yeah, I was like, I was wondering about that. So anyway, well, what was really annoying is she like, she was going, she was like, either she's a speed reader or she was just flipping through things quickly. I'm not too sure which, because at one point in time, You're like, like, slow down, I, am, I can't read that yeah, page. That's exactly what I was, I was, I didn't say anything, but I'm like, you fucking cut it, like, slow down a little bit. It wasn't done yet. Dear God. Covered his lap with the, uh, yeah. uh never going to, scratchy mm, blankets. No, you. I'm on Southwest. I'm never gonna so know what a... happened to his throbbing member. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, 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 I did that. I was doing that, and then what was really annoying is like, I like, I went and I watched like a movie on my phone, and then I, but I kept on looking up to see if like she was like watching any or reading anything else, and I, I kept on getting caught up in like I don't even know what the hell she was reading, but I was like reading these these other like she had switched to a different story, so the whole time I'm like, all right, when's where are you gonna get back to that action, huh? When's the, when's that gonna happen? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was in it. I was in it for the plot. I just I wanted to know. I wanted to know if the member ever stopped throbbing. So I mean, there was probably like almost thirty minutes of that flight where I was looking at her like e-reader, and I'm like, "Hey, uh, wonder if the can I borrow that? That's not. <laughs> you should definitely follow her out of the airport. <laughs> ask her if you can build her a shed, and then ask her for a reading list." <laughs> Oh, 
No, I was gonna. I was actually. I had a, I had a lot of different like thoughts on 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 and all. Like part of me was like, you know, do I, you know, how do you how do you tell somebody that the author has clearly shifted tones, maybe even <laughs> genres, and this is. This is just bad writing at this point. <laughs> I don't know what happened from like, you know, 20 minutes ago to now, but. A shift in tone. That's a yeah, Total. <laughs> really, this plot doesn't make any sense at all. I just wanted to throw this out there. <laughs> uh... I have yet to hear about this lady's boobs or her, or her giving a blowjob. Because it was all from a woman's perspective and she was doing all the nasty bits. It wouldn't be called giving her, giving a blowjob though. Well, it's not going to be called receiving a blowjob. Well, no, it wouldn't. You, the word blowjob wouldn't wouldn't factor. That wouldn't be in there. That's that's one of our words. <laughs> you can't. No, you can't. I've never had a woman say, "Hey, you, do, would you like a blowjob?" Or, "Hey, well, how was that blowjob?" Well, I've, it's I, always yeah, it's always I, been I like it's I always have, been though. my yeah, dearest like, husband. I was wondering since it is your birthday, could we dispense see, with the is, oral pleasantries, or can do I have to perform my marital duty? Your, your wife just gets weirdly southern. Yeah, that is strange. Oddly southern like, gentleman. Suddenly, like she's your wife turns a... into a southern gentleman. Don't fucking yeah. kink shame me. She's a fucking <laughs> yeah. She's is, is now really quick. Is it a Union or Confederate uniform she's wearing? When you're, it's all when white. You're, it's all white. She reminds me of the Colonel. <laughs> the, oh. <laughs> the only problem is that after afterwards, I have to go down and make the chicken. <laughs> so that's bitch can't that's, cook. More than I needed to know, but still, where was You're I? Welcome. Um, welcome. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that was a. I, I somehow I thought that I would have told you two about that experience on the plane. You did not, sir. Oh well, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. The, I guess it just didn't come up. The name of this episode will be airline book recommendations and shed erecting. <laughs> airline book club. <laughs> airline book club. <laughs> it's like the Joy Luck book club, except for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hysterical! Oh, sorry, pardon me. Oh, yeah, yeah I was, anyway, it just kind of blew my mind, and I, I don't know. I was like, for a second, I was like, oh my god, am I reading like, like Fifty Shades of Grey? Like, I didn't, I didn't know how smutty that. I don't know. I did. I had no context on what I was reading, other than this is this is smut quite clearly, and she's going <laughs> through it way too quickly. <laughs> and then when I when I looked away, slow down, savor your mutt. Yeah, smut. like why are you why are you going so quickly through this? Oh God, that's so funny, dude. Um, it, but then it was like getting to the end of uh, but then like like reading like looking at my phone and then looking back up like you know ten twenty minutes later and not knowing what in the hell was going. <laughs> it's like it got into a totally different movie. You're like wow, I wandered into the weirdest section of Pornhub all of a sudden. <laughs> like, is anyone gonna have sex at all? <laughs> all right, with no further ado, let's start the show. Welcome to the Save vs. Poison podcast, the podcast dedicated to gaming, general geekery, and enduring sobriety in an ever-maddening society. My name is Will. I am your host. I am joined this week by Tiki and Steve. It's been kind of a wacky one, so I did not get a chance to throw out my two normal jokes that nobody really cares all that much about anyways. Mm. <laughs> it was always just... An exercise for me to try to be funny that uh, I never I never heard anybody laughing except for like two times. Could you could you just enunciate a little bit more? That pity cock in your mouth is it's making it hard to. Well, it tastes uh, much like Uranus. So, uh... 
Whatever you ate for dinner last night was delicious. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wait a minute. Serve returned, asshole. Oh. Hi, all. Hey, boys. Hey. <laughs> How's it going? How's it doing? Feeling froggy, real early off of uh, off uh, this uh, the the return to the show. Uh, it's uh, yeah, yeah. season two, episode thirteen. Uh, uh, I think uh, I think uh, Steve's baby's on his lap again. Steve, do you have a baby on your lap? I do not have a baby on the lap. <gasps> no baby on the lap. No, I. I so I, you are. It was being a little. It was being a little loud there, so I felt it was probably better that he wasn't here. I'm just I was gonna just lock him in a closet somewhere. <laughs> You know, I just put him down. Just don't cats watching small, him, I'm pretty sure. Small cat's watching. Cat's looking at, like, just licking its chops, like, if you die. I I've shrunken sur- him by a bunch of Victorian porcelain dolls. I don't, <laughs> I don't think there'll be any problems there. Nothing will go there. wrong. <laughs> no, we'll go no, wrong no worries at all. <laughs> These are priceless. Priceless, baby. And definitely not haunted. <laughs> <laughs> what? What type of evil spirit is inside those things? I, I wonder now. That's that's no, glorious. we don't. We won't. We won't know until we, you know, go and break them open. All a bunch of like Mary Poppins wannabes that uh, all killed the children because they wouldn't stop fucking singing. <laughs> well, and that and, and that brings up one of those other funny points. And you're like, you're fighting a bunch of dolls or or puppets or muppets or whatever. I mean, honestly, trying it to a room where the floor is nice and hard, like hard tile or concrete, that way if you slam them down to it, it actually really hurts them. I feel like it's not going to work on the Muppets. Uh, probably soft, not. Bounce. <laughs> no, stop. Yeah, but you know what? They have a weakness where you can punch, like you can just fist them. Just... <laughs> and then well, who's, ta- who's take, laughing can, now? Can't you just take control of them if you do fist them? I, uh, that's the that's the urban legend about it. Or do yeah. they take control of you? Ooh, you you oh. become and now a you have to murder people. Nah, that's like only that. if you've got that's only if you've got Gimp This is Elmo. the movie Tiki's gonna review soon. <laughs> yeah. So Key and Peel did a did a sketch about this called Little Homie, where uh, the puppet uh, is uh, interviewing a uh, a parolee and trying to get the parolee to do a bunch of like evil shit. To bring yeah. his parole, it's the whole thing is hysterical. It's it's disturbing, but yes, it's it is it's it is disturbing, but it's real funny. I thought. <clears throat> so yeah, I would love uh I would love to to see that actually happening in in real life. That'd be that'd be great. That'd be great. So uh uh, uh make sure everybody out there that if you have a Muppet or some other s- sort of stuffy, use your Ouija boards uh, around them and see uh, see Ooh, what happens. Another good call. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see what happens. I'm sure that nothing will go wrong. Nothing could go wrong. Nothing could go wrong. Let's let's, you know, Chucky wasn't just a movie, all right? It was also a lifestyle choice. It's actually the movies. The movie is called Child's Play. Chucky's just the main bad guy. Just like Friday the Thirteenth isn't called Jason. Tell me you're white without telling me you're white. <laughs> well, actually, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I, Fuck, once a goddamn podcast <laughs> you do that to me. <laughs> it's like fucking clockwork. It's awesome. You, I didn't what day you. is it? It must be Monday because uh, Tiki corrected me on something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, that's that's one of the ones where you're like, if they can make a little child story like that like evil and scary, then I'm sure that they could pretty much pull it off with almost anything else. Yeah, probably. I mean... Could you imagine uh, Kermit the Frog uh, uh, trying to choke you out? 
<laughs> yeah. yeah uh, well, I mean, I'm, and I'm not going to review this one, but that movie I told you about, Killer Pinata, when everyone's like a pinata that's possessed, and I'm like, I know, right? But if Child's Play, <laughs> you know, it goes, you that's a Chucky? child toy. Yeah. <laughs> if dolls can make little porcelain Victorian era dolls scary. If, you know, little soldiers can make G.I. Joe characters if, scary. If, if the Jason movie can make hockey masks so scary. It's, still call, it's, it's Friday the 13th. <laughs> new this meme. Just... New meme, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this is exciting. <laughs> just how do you piss off a nerd? You make fun of what they love wrong. <laughs> you just keep on saying it the wrong way. You guys remember the, the short Wookiee movie from Star Wars? The short Wookiees? <laughs> from remember Star that Trek. Movies? I think he was in Star Trek. I hate you both so much. <laughs> no, I mean you're doing it on purpose, so it's not. <laughs> Actually, it's an accident. <laughs> uh, this is the stuff, by the way, that keeps my wife listening. <laughs> this right here, us giving each other uh, an unmitigated amount of crap every week. That's that's what keeps uh keeps the magic alive for her at least. So like, I felt like if you guys could have seen me, you would have seen my finger pointing in the air as I just, as I, as I was correcting. Actually, those are not Wookies; those are Ewoks. <laughs> it's not Star Trek. It's not Star Trek, you guys. You didn't even specify which Star Trek, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> are there Vogons in there too? Vogons, no, but there are there are Grabons. <laughs> Those are the uh, ones from Tremors, right? Uh, yep, the Grabons. They're the ones from. Uh, they're the ones with the weird forehead. Well, I like the I like the Star Trek the Halloween episode, the Halloween movie, the Search for Spook. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad, but I liked it. <laughs> Didn't make a lot of sense to it me. It was it was the odd the odd numbered ones were were poopy. The even numbered <laughs> ones were pretty good. I thought. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Two. Wrath of uh, Wrath of uh, Khan. Yeah, yeah. Greatest uh, greatest line that then got reappropriated and then fucked up. Like which one? The one where he yells Khan. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Like that was Shatner at his most Shatner. That's like. That's like any time Goldblum is going, uh, well, uh, what, so, uh, Yeah, when he's just stuttering. Is, uh, yeah, when he's, like, trying to, like, make his way sensually through a recipe for brownies. Like, stop that, dude. You don't need to do that. Just, just read but it he off. he does. He is. That's he his thing. It. He does it anyways, and we love him for it. Yeah, he, uh, no, uh, no, the, uh, the fun fact about, uh, Wrath of Khan was that the director apparently made William Shatner redo his lines t constantly <laughs> to, like, wear him out. So that he would like stop being so hammy and over the top. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is a piece of Star Trek lore that yeah. I'm excited to know about. I don't care just, about. He just treated him like a toddler. He was just like, <laughs> just so I'm gonna tire this guy out. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna yeah, get him all get him all worked worked down and like basically worn out, and then he's gonna do his thing, and then we're gonna just put him, give him a nap. <laughs> just give him a nice, just some. Milk, I was, I was napping the sun. I was. Going to get gone. Going to get him. Like we know you were a big guy. You, we know. Just doing great, buddy. Just, doing just go. Great. Just you're just gonna go to sleep for a little while, and then after this nap, you're gonna feel great. Who's a special misogynist? Who's a special misogynist? <laughs> you are. <clears throat> oh God. The, the other factoid about about uh, one of our other friends told me this once, and I actually like had a hard time believing him when he described how William Shatner ran, and I was like. 
No, he doesn't run like that. He's like, yeah, he, like he he really does. He runs like his, his hands like flat out, and then he like he puts him to the side and he runs, and it almost looks like he's like wiping down a countertop, but he's got his but but he's facing sideways when he does it, and then he runs in the direction of his like kind of hips, and I was like. That isn't true. And then I watched some old Star Trek, and, and I was like, is. "Oh my God, Shatner! What is? Do you have scoliosis? Why is he moving like that?" <laughs> you ever see Steven Seagal run? Oh yeah, yeah. It's with like where like his right arm, like he gets it going like it's a propeller, <laughs> yeah. which I think oh. he needs nowadays. Uh, oh since, my uh, He's basically a, a C one thirty Hercules, there, big guy. <laughs> He was watching him run. It was in uh, it's out for justice. Anyway, it was, March it for was death. March for death. Could, anyway, it had three words in the title, which was like the the Steven Seagal thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Under siege. But yeah, I remember like remember like John Leguizamo saying that, and like somebody like parsed it together. So you have John Leguizamo going, yeah, but Steven Seagal still runs like a bitch. And then somebody put it together on YouTube so you could see Steven Seagal running. <laughs> it was yep. like he yep. does. <laughs> runs <laughs> really, exactly really like does. that. Right arm. Full on propeller, like a like a like a Cessna, like a like a little twin engine Cessna that's got one uh, one propeller out. It's 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 glorious that that ponytail of his flapping in the breeze. What's your favorite? Uh, real quick, uh, 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 straw poll around the room. Uh, favorite uh, Seagal movie? Go ahead, Steve. You first. I dude, I haven't seen a Seagal movie in Under so Siege long. because I, of I Eric Eleniak coming out. Genuinely, of the cake. Can't I get it. I get it. Question, no yeah. problem. And Tommy yeah. Lee Jones and. Uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, oh my God, what was his name? J- uh, Busey, uh, Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Yeah, is. basically, it's just a set of teeth with oh. a face around it. <laughs> he really was. Yeah. It's, <laughs> totally glorious too. It uh, really was. But that was that was actually that was a fun film. A fun, fun film. I saw that at a time in my life where uh, uh, I still thought that Steven Seagal was an actor instead of just a. Uh, a douche that they pointed a camera at oh yeah 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 it said spray and it and he did uh, mm. but tommy lee jones and gary Busey were so good in that movie um but ticky you you what's your your favorite cigar movie go ahead um hard to kill hard because to kill. they have yeah they have that kelly lebrock uh, yeah, clone yeah. in that, that yeah, william sadler's in that it's it's so it's my favorite part about that movie is the fact that like steven seagal at the time was actually married to kelly lebrock that, the, uh, i thought from, that was uh, kelly weird LeBrock. science it's not. It's actually a clone of hers that they, uh, someone in Hollywood, I think Seagal actually financed this, at least partially. Uh, they cloned her because he had gotten uh, a divorce from Kelly LeBrock and he was all upset about it. So he went directly and then started dating the woman who looked exactly like his ex-wife. I mean, she's got to feel <laughs> flattered by that, right? I mean, I don't know. The only thing know. wrong with her was her personality, I guess. Oh yeah, okay. That's it's okay. So so that's flattering. But what if what if like what if it was like uh, you were like a uh, like a, a lady and it was a rich guy and he started like macking on you and you found out you looked exactly like his dead ex-wife? Dude, Is that flattering? I've had exes date like pudgy, stocky, bearded dudes. Like that, like I, I am part of a type. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's actually, yeah, you, the, you, yeah, that's true. Like a beard, but kind of a pudgy dude. Yeah. Also hairy. Yeah. Like, yeah, probably a little bit loud. I mean, from time to time. Yeah. 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 I've, yeah. I've no, that makes, that mean, I mean, you like, you like, I mean, if you just like put on a flannel shirt, I could walk into almost any bar in Wisconsin and I'd probably see 10 of you. 
Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that I thought was so uh, uh, problematic about me trying to do stand-up comedy was, like, nobody's interested in hearing the opinions of another bearded, fat white guy. Like, yeah. nobody. Zero. Zero people are interested in that. Oh, that actually might be why this podcast eventually fails completely is because they find a picture of me. I put yeah. my face uh, right we're going to have to we're going to have to do some damage control on that then. Probably. So, so uh, Steve, <laughs> Steve, you're the face. I'll get to be Mr. Vaguely, <laughs> vaguely ethnic. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. I'll get the handlebar going nice and good. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the Fu Manchu look is still in. You'll so. say like again, you'll get the handlebar again. Again. Don't lie. Uh, my favorite Seagal film was uh, Executive Decision because he dies 15 minutes into the movie by being torn out of a plane. Yeah. <laughs> Greatest Seagal moment ever. Another fun fact on that one, Steven Seagal actually said that you don't technically see my character die, so he probably lived through that fall. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. He said that in an interview. I actually he fucking do Aikido's that. in the way out of it. <laughs> The arrogance. Yeah. Look, look, oh, dude, yeah, Kurt yeah. Russell is in that movie, okay? You're not as good as him. <laughs> Another John Leguizamo film. Yeah. And, John, and Leguizamo is actually a really good actor, if you ask me. Yeah, Leguizamo is a great actor, in my opinion. Absolutely so, always love the best. He, uh, <laughs> that was such a funny movie. I, I, I will tell you this. John Leguizamo, I learn, I've learned things from movies that I've watched. Um, you know, always double check your locks and your door. Don't split up if you're in a group and there's a serial killer around. And also, uh, the theme song to Bonanza has words. And I did not know that until I watched The Pest. <laughs> thought Bonanza was just a East Coast... Uh... Yeah, no, it was just, it was John Leguizamo in the movie. He goes, he's, he's like, oh, that's all. And he's like, he gets up to do karaoke and he goes, holy crap, this has words? And he still like, starts singing it. And I'm like, that's Bonanza. Holy crap, does that have words? <laughs> I didn't know it had words, but to be honest, the only thing I've ever used it for is a pre-sex warm-up song, so. Hmm. No. Really? I put that on, and my wife knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like you just put on you just put on some chaps, and oh, by the way, this is another thing I learned recently. Uh, chaps, by their very nature, are assless, so there's no need yeah, to say assless no chaps. To say assless it's just chaps. yeah, it's a it's an unnecessary adjective. Yeah, it's it's either uh, uh, leather pants or chaps. Mm. No uh, distinction needs to be made between the ass full and ass less. And, unless it's assless leather pants, which then technically then they're just, just chaps. Chaps. <laughs> yeah. I, I bought myself a pair of ass full chaps the other day. <laughs> they don't have coverage in the front, though. <laughs> Problem is, I was in Alaska in winter, so I got frostbit. Why isn't there a frost blowjob? I always just get frost bit on it. <laughs> Hi-yo. Um, speaking of things that uh, are completely relevant to my life, uh, my name's Will. I'm an alcoholic. And I'm Tiki, and I'm an alcoholic. I'm Steve. I'm not an alcoholic. However, I do put pickles and banana peppers on my Subway sandwich. <laughs> Specifically, the meatball. You monster! You fucking monster! That's that's fucking a psychopath. that's a red sauce sandwich. Yeah. It's good. What the it's hell, dude? That is, dude. If you, if you like, like banana peppers, like that's the 
I mean, to, just to go back to one of our, to, uh, use a throwback, that uh, if I have banana peppers on a sandwich, it is like just uh, chocolate shuck, uh, no silencer on the toilet later that day. There's that uh, that, that that visual again. That's like, yeah, <laughs> it's your, it's dude. Your... <laughs> just, just blasting the porcelain. Just unbelievable. I, I don't know. I don't. Could you call uh, it a muddy bazooka next time? <laughs> a muddy bazooka. Just a, just, a, just a different brown substance and a different weapon each time. That would actually, that would be kind of funny, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a flamethrower of poop. <laughs> how do you how do you like just, that? Just burn an asshole. Just feel like the person <laughs> holding the lighter just, up to it just just is getting poop fingers. It's just got it just burns, just burns it and burns. burns. Just burns. It burns. Boils all the water down below me. It's how just a, wait. or at least it feels that way just because it's all bubbling. All right, how so jalapenos and banana peppers and pickles. And on pills. a meatball sub. On a meatball, yep. But only There's for just... Subway. But <laughs> I just, like, like just for that, Tiki, I want you to punish him by only doing good movie reviews from now on. <laughs> no, I don't want it. Those aren't any fun to do. Like, right. this is a good movie. You should watch it. There, you've... end of review. <laughs> Fuck, you've <laughs> outmaneuvered <laughs> me again. <laughs> no... Like, like the fun thing about doing bad movie, bad movie reviews is it's like, oh, if I'm going to spoil it, I don't think anyone's going to give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually yeah. my favorite part of your movie reviews. You like spoilers, but then you go on to tell us everything that happens. So, I mean, yeah, you stick, hey, stick around this time. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's good stuff, good times, except for the whole, you know, mud bazooka, mud, muddy bazooka. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. I I had two instances this week where I was uh, I was tempted to drink. So um, I'm still getting interstitial freaking uh, advertisements on Facebook, and I know that I can target individual <laughs> ones, but I can't target all of the alcohol-related ones. And there was one for Fireball this week. And not only do we have a good friend that I, I love hanging out with named Fireball, but also Fireball was sort of the, like, whiskey of choice whenever – uh, our mutual friend and I were gaming mm. for like years. So, at, and we like, I, I love cinnamon candy. Fucking love it. I haven't had cinnamon candy since I went sober because it's too reminiscent. Also that bullshit whiskey substitute that I, that I said that I ordered. Yep. Uh, that was cinnamon flavored. That, that was the, the primary method of creating a, a sort of, you know, whiskey-esque mouthfeel. <clears throat> so, um, that, the, an ad for that showed up in Facebook and I, you know, I, I clicked it off, but it, it made me, it made me really wish that I could have, uh, you know, a, a pint glass of, of fireball again. Um, but a whole, a whole pint glass. It got bad, man. I don't like, I don't oh, know. Wow. I, that is Oh, I hated myself lot. because I was an alcoholic and because I was also going down the road to, towards diabetes. I wanted by the to way, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, it, by chopping it was, it was more like, it was more like, that's volume? incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Volume is really yeah, no, what I, I was it. amazed by. Yeah. <laughs> I totally get it. I drank some really horrible stuff too yeah. in order like, you know, self-loathing will, you know, really make gin taste wonderful. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I never understood that. Like, uh, that's one of, oddly enough, that's one of Fireball's favorite, uh, uh, beverages as, as the old G&T and uh, I, I never understood uh, I never understood gin as a Ugh. 
as a as a beverage. It tastes like pine trees. It does. It just tastes like uh like like I'm licking pine salt. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just like a, like I'm getting I'm letting somebody clean my floor and then I'm like right behind the mop head just lapping it up. <laughs> so um so there was that and then I had motorcycle issues this weekend. Apparently <clears throat> when you have a motorcycle sometimes the battery dies on it and like full on dies not just like oh yeah loses power but like full on dies so i had to crack open the uh i had to crack open the my gas tank is under the seat it's not uh in the traditional position uh for a gas tank it keeps the yeah it's right it's gonna lower blow your ass up it's not gonna blow your face your chest and face yeah yeah and (laughs) you know the the ass is the part of me that i'm most comfortable losing and since my Mm. testicles are for show these days anyways uh you know it it can all go i can can solve that hair problem of yours so uh maybe i've tried burning it it just comes back (laughs) yeah you know what i'm I'm trying to feel like it's getting stronger Throwing out solutions here, you're just throwing negatives back at me. I'm just right? saying, I'm just talking about the realities. Your solution oh, okay. is is appreciated, uh, but you you have you weren't there, man. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I wasn't there. So your battery, your battery so, died. So the battery had been dying for a little while, but I'd hooked it up to a trickle charger for like four days, and was like, okay, so this should this should keep it, you know, at least partially charged for a while. Well, no. I set out on a trip with my family to go see uh, more of our extended family that we really like. And uh, they were all in the car. I was on the motorcycle because it's a smaller vehicle and I didn't want to try to cram into cram the five of us into a smaller vehicle. So I just thought, you know what, I'll, I'll ride. I, I'm happy to ride. They can call me if they need me. I've got the headset uh, on the helmet. So no big deal, right? We set out. I say, okay, I need, I need gas. It was actually pretty fortuitous that... Uh, I stopped to get gas. I get to the gas station. I get the gas. I go to turn my bike back on, and it's not turning over. There's not enough, uh, uh, not enough power coming from the battery. Uh, it's not turning over um, at all. So somebody came by, said, hey, uh, I've got jumper cables. Do you need a jump? And I was like, uh, yeah, but I'm not exactly sure how to get to the battery. All I have is this pigtail with a very specific for I, i've only seen it on motorcycles i'm sure it's elsewhere but it's it's uh it's a dual post um connection <clears throat> and i don't have immediate access to the battery terminals which are underneath the fairing and plastics of the area of the bike that would be the tank you have to take off the seat to get to the seat i have to take off a uh, a rig in the back of the bike that's for carrying extra fuel tanks. You got to really like, disassemble. I really got to huh? do a disassembly. It's not that big a deal if I've got a hex wrench on me and everything's already off. But um, I didn't know that these were the steps because this was not a bike that I originally purchased. It was one that I got from a consignment dealership. Anyways, long story short, uh, I tried to bump start it. I forgetting that. If it's carbureted, I can bump start it. If it's not carbureted, you can't bump start it. It's EFI, can't bump start it apparently. So, I like I'm you know running up and down the street like an absolute asshole with my bike uh, under my right uh, under my right armpit trying to you know 
work this thing up to five miles an hour it's a 400 pound bike you know it's like 389 plus all the gear it's like 400 410 pounds so it's not it's not light and it's not like everything is a downhill where i am so trying to get that thing up to to, to moving i'm sweating i'm frustrated i'm pissed because my family's looking at me like oh you just had to ride the bike tonight didn't you so eventually about an hour later uh <clears throat> somebody comes by somebody had come by earlier and had a toolkit, had a battery, uh, a jump starter, you know, hooked it up, helped me out, did me a big gigantic favor. So Scott, I know you're not going to listen to this because we never exchange anything but first names, but thank you to the universe, that guy Scott with the green Jeep. What a nice freaking guy. Apparently he rides too. So uh, for all you riders out there, stop when uh, when somebody's in, in distress, especially if they're on a bike, yo. Yeah. Anyways, so I eventually get it started. I eventually get home. And I'm just supremely frustrated and I'm angry and it broke down right in front of my favorite liquor store. And I'm just like staring daggers at this liquor store like it's judging me and going, come on in, Will. There's there's release of some of your pain right inside of you. You could buy a bottle and be home in just a little while. You could just leave the bike. Leave the bike here. It won't get stolen. Leave the keys in the bike. It won't get stolen. This is the suburbs, man. So I got home. I didn't drink. I went on the back porch. I enjoyed some fine pipe tobacco and watched the last three episodes of The Witcher that I had started and never finished because uh, the, the, they really did a weird job on that uh, on that particular show, I thought. So, um, yeah, I had, two, I had two instances where I was tempted to... Uh, no so how are you doing buddy uh i'm doing all right i uh got a dog you got a dog yeah i got a dog oh it's a dog she's about 45 pounds she's a mutt they don't know what her breed is exactly she's black with some gold uh brindling no and uh she's super duper smart she'd be even smarter if she would just stop eating her she, shoes. well no she wants to she wants to bark when i'm not home so i gotta figure oh. out something for that but other than that she is like super duper intelligent really disciplined um and yeah so that's just been trying to get her acclimated adjusted to the new place sure but that's been a that's been the main thing i haven't i didn't have any real alcohol related problems i didn't have a whole lot of stressors um good 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 I kind of felt bad, like when I went to the I went to the the, the the dumb friends league. It was my dog is like six years old, so she's, you know, I I was gonna go out and do a rescue. Um, sure. And uh, I just I had a hard time with like I had the, the first dog I looked at. I first first dog I got to look at. I actually liked, but he was really high energy, and that's really not mm. like what I need or what I want. Um, and I and I was very frustrated with myself about that, and it took a bit of effort to get through that. Mm-hmm. I had to go home, sleep on it, think about it. I went back the uh, on Saturday morning, and um, and and Rachel was with me both days, which was mm-hmm. really wonderful of her to do. And yeah, I just met this, this met this dog who's like super mellow and doesn't really want to get do do a whole lot of things. <laughs> Maybe go for like short walks, but you know, and really smart. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> like this is like the ideal dog. It reminds she reminds me a lot of my dog that I lost uh, about a year ago. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it's that, that's been uh, that's been kind of on my own personal note. That like I said, didn't have any real major stressors. I got 
I think I kind of got lucky with a lot of things. I, even when I was bored, I was still not really that bored. Um, I was still managing to keep myself occupied, either my brain or my hands. Righteous. So, yeah. Right. That's great, man. That uh, That's awesome. You got a dog. We Everybody in this house wants a dog, but we have five humans and four cats, and like adding one more creature to that <laughs> seems like it would be animal cruelty. Mm. Well, no, at that point in time, you just got a herd. Yeah, seriously. And I think the, the, the dog might actually be on the... No, no, I'm kidding. They're not going to be on the smarter end of the spectrum. My kids are both brilliant. That's part of the problem. Wow. They're such smart children. Why is a, is is the constant question, and because I said so, is never a good enough answer. Like, it, it, it always... Everything's a negotiation. Everything is a... A further, uh, further attempt at uh, some sort of emotional, if cute, manipulation. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm sure a million and a half parents uh, right now said that exact same thing on the podcast that they're recording. So just, that's awesome. just, it was just like Q in the uh, Star Trek universe. Only he doesn't have any powers, but he always wants something and constantly tries to manipulate his way into it. Except that. Uh, that guy wasn't he wasn't he wasn't adorable no no he wasn't he wasn't adorable such a mess that's just one that's just one more point of 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 manipulation fucking smammy yeah um, the actor he really was he did a good job though Oh, he did a good job he did a good job Yeah. yeah 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 steve yes sir you got anything to share tonight uh you know i don't i don't know that i do it was a pretty uneventful week and uh fairly uneventful weekend which is i guess good um i guess you know what I'll, I'll i'll throw this not so much for me but I'll, I'll give a shout out to my friend who claims to us and i have no idea if he does or not uh, mm-hmm. but shout out to my friend austin he just uh had his first kid oh, uh, oh last cool thursday i believe so good for that guy good for that guy <laughs> Welcome babies to, everywhere. Yeah, sir, you know. Welcome to uh the uh most frustrating and uh wonderful uh, adventure of your life. Exactly. Sleep hopefully is overrated. You navigate it well. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. So all right. Um so for tonight's subject of conversation, um uh there's some context that's got to go into this, but the idea is to not allow your mental illness, and in our case, it's it's alcoholism and um, Tiki's bipolar, to define you as a person. It is an aspect of who you are. It is not the whole of who you are. And especially when we're talking about mental illness, it's important that rather than getting a diagnosis, dwelling, and then coasting, it should be getting the diagnosis, getting the diagnosis, processing, and seeking relevant treatment for the mitigation or uh, elimination of that problem, right? I mean, that's what medicine and treatment should be it should be to either mitigate it or get rid of it so that you can live a kind of life that you hopefully would want to live i had a uh i think i on the the last cast we talked about 
Um, we talked about uh, how I went to a uh, charity event for my wife's charity that she she does a ton of work for. So the the takeaway that she got of that from the event for my conduct there, and this is something that's always kind of in, I think, her head, but also in my head as I'm moving out into the world a little bit more. Like, I, I can tell you the amount of times that I've been social with people that don't know me. It's been, I don't know, five or six times in the last two years, so it hasn't been a lot. Uh the issue of my having alcohol, being an alcoholic, came up a couple of times. Now, when I say it came up, one was in relation to a former coworker who saw me ghost when I got originally diagnosed and had to go into intense outpatient therapy and can show up for work. And he never got any kind of a an explanation for that it was uh, at the time we just said I'm having a family emergency and left it at that because I was not I was not ready to deal with the external yet I was only ready to deal with the internal and you know this is something that Tiki probably had to deal with as well I'm imagining yeah yeah you know not focus on the internal then focus on the external right so um so this is the first time that I'd seen him since, I think, May. And this is the fo- first social gathering that I'd seen him in, you know, like I said, two years. So he asked me, uh, hey, I noticed you're, you're not drinking. What's, what, what gives? Because everybody else there was drinking. We actually, I think, did I tell the joke about the, the two guys who uh, will make a pool with the breathalyzers? Yeah. I think I did, yeah. So, uh he, he asked me, you know, you're not drinking. Why aren't you drinking? And I looked at him and said, uh, it's because I'm an alcoholic, Gary. And he was absolutely, like, kind of floored by it. The second time was later in the evening, a friend of my wife's from the trip. I almost said her name. Ha <laughs> ha. Fuck you, universe. Um, a friend of my wife's from the trip uh, was talking about something. Uh, related to branding a business that she's starting and how, you know, we are collectively involved with kind of building the Save vs. Poison podcast brand. She asked me, what am I doing it in? It's hard to not give context when I say, okay, so I have a podcast and all of this stuff. And then the next question is always going to be, what's the podcast about? So I gave a full and honest answer because that's sort of uh you know the my that's sort of on brand for me in this context and my wife when I when I asked her you know what do you think of of uh this kind of thing for a for a topic of conversation she was like well so you know you you do kind of identify as this kind of thing and I was like do I though because both times somebody else brought something up with one of them, I wanted to give closure to not telling them something that was an important part of my life. And it's not like I'm telling strangers this all night long, um, but it is something that's that's in our heads constantly. And the part of this that I don't want to have happen is I don't want to become identified solely with being an alcoholic. Yeah, I want- you don't want to like 
introduce yourself as I'm Will yeah. to everybody you meet. Yeah. Hey, uh, my name's Will. I'm 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 an alcoholic. I don't want every single fucking new meeting with a person to sound like a new meeting at AA. You know, yeah. like uh, because that 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 loads every single possible future interaction with this weight that you know we've talked about how the 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 focus on mental health is getting better and better and better and i think it's going to continue to do so but there's still stigma attached to it i still haven't told my father and stepmother-in-law because i really don't think it's like they had a hard time dealing with me being a stay-at-home dad me being an alcoholic i think would be very very difficult for them to process and the amount of emotional fallout that might you know whack my my poor wife upside the head because of it uh could be could be potentially problematic so um so yeah uh th- this is this is definitely one of those instances where you know i want to make sure that i'm not presenting myself as just this disease process we are more than any single part of us. Uh, Tiki's been my friend for, you know, I met you, what, when I was 16, 17? I mean, it's been, it's been a really yeah. fucking long time. Uh, I see all of the facets of Tiki that I know him. Those include things like the bipolar, the shotgun of chocolate, the alcoholism, a love of Boba Fett. All of these things are just just facets to to the the beautiful gem that is Tiki. So, mm. uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't 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 be owned by own your own your bullshit. Don't let your bullshit own you. I guess is the uh, the 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 really quick way to to sum up my thoughts on that. Thoughts, addendums, feelings. No, I mean it's. To me, it goes back to uh, <clears throat> a lot of that goes back to because I understand how you feel. Um, you know, when you first you first get diagnosed, I think it's kind of difficult. It does it? It feels like the world's going to judge you. It feels like people can almost just tell by looking at you. Yeah, it, it's yeah. weird. Um, There's like kind of like odd paranoia that kind of takes over, and, and it's a lot of anxiety and fear at first. Um, but I think once you kind of get the, the the treatment and the help that you need after that because it still carries forward it carries forward until i I really honestly think until you kind of own your own narrative until you've basically taken this storyline about yourself and and made it your own in such a way that you can actually like kind of pull it away from people before they can actually judge you or be bold enough or strong enough to actually or confident enough to, to basically take that kind of criticism yeah and turn it away or 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 consume it however you want to take it um, I think that's, that's kind of the way that for me, that's how it is. It's, it's, uh, I don't really, I don't know people like, it's like, like, do you drink? And I'm like, nah, I don't and They're Like really? And, and sometimes people ask me, why not? Uh, a lot of times people just say, okay. But when people ask me like, why not? I'm like, oh, I, I, I suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like really not good at this. Like, like, trust me. And they'll, and they'll laugh. And, and I think that for me, I deflect a lot with humor. Actually, I know that I deflect a lot with humor. My therapist tells me that I need to cut that shit out sometimes. <laughs> uh, she she got on me the other day. She was like, okay, stop right now and tell me seriously. <laughs> you have to talk about these things. And I was like, mm. oh, 
but it's so much yeah. easier to make jokes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for me, I do. I deflect a lot with humor, and I can and I can take the situation, and I can take ownership of it, of of my own story, and it and it's it's not. I would say it's not that difficult. It's gotten easier as things have gone by, and of course the the having that that and not letting not letting myself be defined by, um, being bipolar or uh, or an alcoholic. Uh, I mean, being bipolar is that's also another tough one. I remember when I was diagnosed with that, how much I didn't want to. I felt paranoid. I felt awful all the time. It wasn't up until my older brother called me up and had like a normal person kind of conversation, like one-on-one with me, like, Hey, we're both like this. It's cool. Right. Hmm. Um, that I actually felt normal for the first time. Yeah. And, um, same thing with the kind of alcoholism. It took me, I, t- I spent a lot of time by myself, but, it, but, but, uh, to, to kind of like build my confidence, gain control of it. But coming on the podcast here with you has made it a lot easier because I can talk very openly about it. And it just, it just is what it is and it's out there. And, and, you know, I, I, I don't know, this is kind of the way that I feel about it. You just take control of the narrative and you can, you can really kind of take control of your life again and it helps you to build confidence, but it's really difficult to do because people will, I mean, they're, they're going to look at you. And if you say, I'm, a, I'm an alcoholic, they will have an impression of what that is. And when I say that I'm bipolar, they have an impression of what that is. They're like, Oh fuck, I've been the terrible. You're going to like, you know, kill your nephew with a sword or whatever the hell you did. Well, that and depends I'm, I'm like, on <laughs> like, no, <laughs> lots of different stuff, man. That's not just right. the bipolarism or the alcoholism could... that would do that. Maybe he's an asshole that wants to kill other people. And well, I've got a sword. Ha <laughs> ha. He is. He, he did get the name Ivan the Terrible. You don't get that <laughs> being like you know Ivan. He was he was Ivan the Charitable, but then he had a really bad day. It doesn't work quite like that. But you're right. To to, to that point though is is that everyone has a different uh, preconceived notion of what of what bipolar looks like and, and even al- and alcoholism what it looks like, and there will be that judgment. And you just have to. I think that for for a lot of people, we have to be ready for that. Uh, the stigmatisms. And that stigmatism isn't going to go away in my lifetime. I, I have I have my doubts, at least. <laughs> so it's just a matter of, like, playing to your strengths, I guess. Yeah. You know? You know, if they do judge, and you're if, if, if you're not doing something actively inappropriate and they do judge, that makes them the asshole. That's what that is. And you can literally say to yourself this is not a person that is worth me engaging with further if they're going to treat me negatively because of my because of things that i have under control currently you know and and i know that there's a lot of uh, a lot of words about uh, alcoholism being under control and mental uh, mental health uh, issues being under control but i didn't drink today i'm not going to drink for the rest of the day that to me is under control. You know, if, if if I relapse, judging me for the relapse, I can I can understand that. It won't help me, but I can understand that. But just judging me for being a thing, that's 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 fucked up, bro. Fucked up. So anyways, yep, that's uh that's what I had for a topic of conversation for the alcoholism this week. There you go. I think we can move right into gaming. For uh for this week's topic of conversation on gaming uh, Steve brought this uh, to my attention, uh, and I thought that it was—I I thought it was going to be a funny, funny potential topic of conversation. Uh, so, 
We're going to talk about moments in games that made us say, fuck this shit, I'm out. Which is uh, a song that my uh, 12-year-old taught me once upon a time. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Uh, but before we do that, uh, have you guys played anything? Have you geeked? Have you enjoyed geekery this week? I, I haven't. I've, uh, yeah. I haven't done anything nerdy all week. Nothing at all. Okay, all right. Steve, save us. I've been so addicted to Hollow Knight that, uh, yeah, I sneak in as much as I possibly can, you know, be that even just like half hour, 45 minutes here and there. Uh, I find that I'm not good at it, but I, I really like it, man. It's it's a lot of fun uh, for the Metroidvania kind of game um, that it is. I'm currently stuck on three separate bosses where I've just kind of gotten frustrated and been like, all right, well, I'm going to go explore this area. And I've encountered another boss where, but, I've, you know. But you haven't said, fuck this shit, I'm out. No, I haven't. If anything, I've been like, no, more. Okay, let's Moss. do it again. Moss. Because it hasn't, it hasn't had the point where there hasn't been a thing that I've found was is just frustrating or stupid that I'm like, nope, this isn't worth it anymore. So far, it's it's been a completely rewarding experience. That's awesome. That's very cool, man. Well, I'm glad that you have gotten some geek time. I know that uh, those moments are few and far between for you, my friend, and uh, I, I'm 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 glad to hear it. I had a uh, pretty geekful week. Um, I got to play some StarCraft II last week on stream, which was a lot of fun, and I have been enjoying the crap out of a whole heck of a lot of Hell at Loose this week. That game just pulls me right back. Every time I think I'm out, it shows me a new way to have fun. Like, last night, we just drove around in Panther and Tiger tanks blowing everything to shit, and that was <laughs> awesome. That was so much fun. Uh, so much better than... than than playing uh, running simulator, which Hell at Loose can sometimes feel like it's it's not always, and they've made strides to mitigate some of it. Um, but yeah, if sometimes it, it does feel a little bit like a, like a running simulator uh, with guns. Uh, the week before, or like like two or three days before that, I got to play Artillery, which you would think was really really boring, but uh, f- throwing fire out and then having enemy squadrons booking it all the way to our you know because it the artillery on are on the far sides of the map so playing cat and mouse with the with enemy teams that are coming into like come and try to stop us from being able to use the artillery oh man that was so much freaking fun um and then i played sea of thieves and it was okay (laughs) like (laughs) sea of thieves is actually the topic uh it's one of the reasons that i that or one of the topics of conversation that I was thinking about for tonight was going to be uh, games that are games that are shallow versus games that are deep in terms of like the mechanics and uh, whether you can have good enjoyable time with these games. And and to be perfectly honest, uh, Sea of Thieves, if you're not playing with a whole bunch of people that are all acting the yar part, it's just a very very shallow game. And it's beautiful. It's uh, it's a lot of visual fun but it's it's there's just not that much there so anyways um yeah moments in games that made us say fuck this shit i'm at that honestly sounds like a game show and i sound like a game show host (laughs) oh that could be a Mm. game show so fuck this i'm out fuck fuck this this, i'm I'm out out. (laughs) sounds like a new segment (laughs) when you go to pay for the check and she doesn't reach for it at the same time (gasps) fuck Fuck this this, shit i'm I'm out. out 
Who wants to start? Who wants to go? Who wants to? Who wants to I throw down? I start since it was a little bit my my idea. This is your baby. Um, this is yeah, your baby. Birth little, it. You know, yeah. Birth your so, baby. I'm gonna sneak in a little bit of other of my other nerdiness in here. Um, so sorry, but, games or other media that made us. Oh well, yeah. So shit, this what got this for me? What got this uh, me thinking about this topic was there was a. Uh, I'm a big wrestling fan. There was recently a pay per view uh, for the WWE which was fantastic up until the end, at least in my opinion, when they did a ridiculous, stupid, stupid ending. And it, it you know, one of, one of the As characters... As opposed to the regular no, ending? So one of the characters has this moment where he becomes a total badass, goes, you know, Super Saiyan, beats the shit out of everybody, and is thwarted by the top rope just falling apart. And he lost. It was... It was dumb. It was for even by their standards, it was dumb. So oh, I thought you were gonna say he goes into Super Saiyan mode, but then somebody pants him and he's wearing a diaper. I mean, that would have made at least a little bit more sense. I feel like versus Dude. just the top rope falls and he he loses. So, but this started making because it I kind of was one of those moments for me where I was like, God, I think I'm done with this. I I mean, I just I don't know how much of my my life I can invest in this anymore. I'm sure I will, but that's you know a whole other thing. So it got me thinking about moments where in in games where i've i've had the same thing where i've i've played something or been doing something and i've just got to you know uh, come across something that that made me just go nope i'm out and and the two that come to mind for me uh one is is destiny 2 i played all of the the, the first destiny um really got into it uh, just i really enjoyed that game it was, and i think maybe part of that was the the playing with friends part and once that was kind of gone uh i wasn't much for you know seeking out random people because sure. i just don't yeah. like other people <laughs> <laughs> i i hate strangers my I parents did do. their job too well <laughs> exactly. i don't even like panel vans <laughs> you gotta you gotta run away from those um <laughs> so for me that moment in destiny 2 was when um they had put out uh, not this last expansion, but whatever the expansion was prior to that, and I totally blanking on the name of it, which is kind of ruins the point a bit. But um, I just had this epiphany where I've literally done the same thing over and over again, and I don't care. I just literally got to the point where I was like, "This, this is the same shit over and over. There's nothing new here. There's nothing for me. I'm fuck these guys. I'm done. That's kind of all MMOs, though. I mean. I mean, and maybe maybe that yeah, I mean, is that, the case. It's sort of a staple of uh, the genre. To to that to that point though, Destiny was rather repetitive. I, I I pretty much left it for kind of a similar reason. There was only like I there was only so much more I could do. Yeah, yeah. And all of that was the PvP type stuff or some of the other, but, the, but for the storyline, which is one of the things I was really pumped about. Um, and then the more I learned about what happened and how Bungie really screwed that whole thing up and what the story was supposed to be versus what we got. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like basically it was like, we had like this really cool epic on our hands and then it like just got ruined. And I, I, I got really disillusioned with it. It's, you know, pretty much the same thing. I think if I remember right, I actually tried to go back and play destiny again. And, uh, like, six months later or something like that, seven months later. And, and I just, within like 10 minutes, I was like, no, I just can't do it. I just don't understand how the, 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 the studio that brought us Halo couldn't do, couldn't do better. 
on their next big IP. I don't understand that at all. And it had so much potential. Yeah. So uh, yeah. much freaking potential. And I hang, hung on a lot longer than I think a lot of people did, <laughs> at least a lot of my friends. And, well, we and played it together. Like like said, I, I liked the, this, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I played it even much much after you had even oh, played. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, I, I even, one of their last expansions, I was like, all right, let's, let's give this a shot. Let's see what's new. And, you know, the the lore behind it I, I think is cool even even though it's it's a different product than what we we're you know what we could have got what we yeah. could have got was a way way better story Tiggy's way better completely story completely right about that when you when you get on YouTube and find out what what the actual plan was that that the the traveler was actually going to be the bad guy originally yeah, yeah. um yeah way spoiler story <laughs> than what they did how is that a spoiler they didn't do it it's yeah they didn't do it know, they, know, they, know, they, know, they they ruined the own story. Yeah. We got the B mo- movie version of the game. That's it. If, like, if, it's like, if, if Tiki did uh, video game reviews, over over, Destiny, like, yeah. Destiny Two would be there. Destiny would have been yeah. Like this is how this is how this doesn't work. And yeah. They left in all these like other things in the, in yeah. the original Destiny as well that like really kind of keyed you off when it's like, how come all the bad guys are calling me the darkness? Like like why is why is <laughs> yeah. that? Like I mean, it's just that's really really specific yeah. to them. And really, really specific <laughs> for the language of the game, and so you'd have to like, you know, you have to like stop and think. And it was like, and that had that was one of those things that uh, my friends and I like. Uh, one of my friends had actually talked about, and I read on some of the different blogs. And it was like, this sounds like it was supposed to be so different, and it could have been so epic. But they went and just went rather than like take a risk, which I think maybe that's one of the big differences. Rather than take a risk. They, 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 they fell back to being to, to a bland position. Yeah. yeah. Well, and wasn't and, that wasn't that a largely I think from some of the stuff I thought I read and stuff wasn't that Activision's fingers in it? They were they were the ones who were like, let's just divvy up the game and and you know paywall this whole shit. <laughs> and yeah, that was I think that was later on. That was the uh, that was the idea behind it. Um, yeah, I mean it was it's it's frust it's very it's very frustrating. Um, but I totally get with you. It's the realization that it's the same shit different day. I I for me I actually found I just thought of a, a different moment for me which was uh, Call of Duty. I played the campaign. I never actually played Call of Duty. I just played the campaign through. And I was like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." But I put it on like hard and it was like really really difficult. And I got to the very end of the game and I just couldn't like I had to headshot everybody like 3 times. And there were more than a couple of times where I watched like the AI that was with me, like just open up on somebody shooting them in the chest and it having zero effect. And I was like, wait a minute here. Like all they did to make this quote unquote difficult was make everything bullet sponges. Yeah. They reduced my, yeah, they reduced my health. They reduced my damage and they upped everybody else's on both. And, and it was, I was just really, really annoyed. I was really annoyed because my, my allies didn't like, they all got nerfed too. all the AI that was with me. Yeah. And I, my, and I'd been maybe a little bit spoiled, or I don't know what, but on like I've been playing Rainbow Six Vegas for so long, and Rainbow Six Vegas Two, and on that one, when you increase the difficulty, your the the bad guys become more lethal, they become tougher, but your AI becomes smarter and more lethal as well. So like you can actually like move through that game really quick, and like have your have your teammates like just tear through all these terrorists, like you know shit through a goose. And that was like, I think that for me, maybe I was spoiled or maybe I was just very angry at that mechanic that I thought it was so cheap and so lame that I basically like, I just, I just dropped the game entirely. Yeah. I just never, never played it again. I, um, you know, yeah. just... 
just done. <laughs> just yeah, I was, I was, I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, this is, this is just bullshit. Like I, like I'm like killing like everybody in this, and they're like, you only got thirty seconds to do it. And I'm like, well, if my teammates were any good, <laughs> like you guys, the <laughs> AI. Um, but you in terms knew of like what the script was. But in terms of like when I was, uh, what really ruined a lot of things for me is I've been, uh, uh, this is a different type of media course, and we talked about this briefly earlier on, but um, off script, that is. And uh, I had, uh, when I was a kid and I watched the Transformers movie, and I had been a huge Transformers nut, I had, I had Optimus Prime, I had Megatron, I had Starscream, I had um, so many other characters, and I just, I just loved the the transformers like line and everything else about it and then like i'm sitting there in the theater watching is like you got the touch and i'm like there's optimus you got the power and i'm like yeah it's on now it's amazing (laughs) optimus is gonna whoop all yeses and he is optimus is just like tearing through every one of those he like he like kills like like half the decepticon force by himself which makes you really question what the autobots have been doing this whole time and, and he uh says something like really good guy cliche but since you're young it totally resonates with you doesn't it doesn't matter he's super duper awesome so super i duper so, awesome. so i'm one so i'm like stand, i'm like watching this that's the and line. like yeah that's the uh, oh, such a cool line <laughs> and, like shoots they, and like he and megatron like pretty much kill each other and it's all because of hot rod being a total jackass and like jumping in the middle of everything, and then I'm like, well, that guy deserves to die. He got he got Optimus Prime like seriously hurt, and they're like, Optimus Prime is dying, and I'm like, what? That's not possible. And like and like they're like, there he goes, and he like, suddenly he just turns all like grayscale, and I'm like, is that what happens when they die? They just lose all their color. Also, this isn't <laughs> this isn't what's really happening, right? And then they're like, you know, and like and like the whole thing just keeps on going, and I, and like the movie ends, and I'm like, wait a minute. The guy who got Optimus Prime killed is now the leader of the Autobots? Fuck this shit. Fuck this. (laughs) I was so pissed. I have the matrix of leadership to fuck you, man. Fuck you. You got Optimus killed. I see you you in the moment going, is this like... Is this the German art house version of this film? (laughs) Is that why he's dead? it kind of was. I mean, for the for the cartoon, right? Well, like, yeah, yeah. Well, and, that, and that's it the, was so, the first so, time in, that they said shit and stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, damn it! Uh, no, they didn't, yeah. not in the theaters. They didn't. Well, not in the theaters. Um, yeah, but eventually yeah, they, they did. Yeah, yeah, they would later. But it was it was another one of those things too. Where like, you know, like as angry as I was, and I and I wound up like harboring a lot of resentment towards the Transformers because of this. But flash forward, and I actually find out that like Hasbro, like their whole thing was. Hey, we got a bunch of new toys we want to introduce. Yep. We got to That's murder exactly all of these was. characters, and they yep. wiped out all these. And it was like, you assholes, you fucked up my childhood and ruined these characters all for fucking toy sales. Oh my god, I was <laughs> so like, like thing. just so much more mad. And then Michael Bay goes and kills Optimus Prime again in Transformers Two, and I was like, oh fucking, I hate Michael Bay so much. Well, it, it, like, it, the... it, it should have been, it should have been uh, Megan Huff. Should, the movie should have been just been titled "Megan Fox is Really Hot." Also, there's yeah. some robots. That's there that's are some the, robots. Yeah, because they were they they were like they were co it was like co-starring a bunch of cars that do well, funny tricks. Just, it was yeah, and even that scene was like Optimus Prime and like his the two allies he had with him, and he's like I can't remember who anymore, but he's like, all right, guys, we're gonna go fight Megatron and uh, some of his allies. There's like five Decepticons down there, so we're all gonna go down there, right? And they're like, huh? You're like you're with me like yeah 
He's like, okay, because we're doing this. And then, like, in that next scene, Optimus Prime is totally alone while five Decepticons are stabbing him. And, like, all of a sudden, like, the other cars show up and they're like, we got here as fast as we could. Like, how? How did a Mack truck outpace you in a cemetery? Oh, you had a chance to watch. I have some the trauma. Robots. You had a chance to watch shut the up. GoBots instead. Sh- shut up. You know what's the yeah. dumb part is? The GoBots, by all measure, in terms of storyline, is a more consistent and b deeper. And oh, like the uh, you just canceled. Mm-hmm. Us. Okay, yeah, you no, just got us canceled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry, it is GoBots definitely not. I, it is. It, Steve, it had a, you a, wanted you wanted to interject like three minutes shut ago. Up. Okay, so here's <laughs> the thing. I love the Transformers. I love the Transformers from the from the time way back when uh, in 1984 when they like came out and whatnot. I've collected them to to na- to what 2021 here. I have an enormous collection okay, of them. Nerd. I'm obsessed nerd. with the with the nerd. Yo, yeah, definitely. That you, you have your Boba Fett. I have, I have like thirteen different uh, versions of of jazz. Like, I have. Now that's so that's many. that's understandable. Jazz is a really cool character. Jazz is the best. Uh, I I have so many different Optimus Primes. Um, and so I'm definitely in the minority on this because most people feel like you do. Uh, I loved Hot Rod. I think he's great. <laughs> uh, I fucking. And I, I thought li- I was I the one that design. was going to give a, uh, no, a hot take no. today. Yeah, like, when he, when he be, what, like the Winnebago version? Which version? <laughs> I love both. I love both. What? I love Rado's Prime. Oh also, when they brought him back in the fourth, when they brought Optimus back in the fourth season, that was some bullshit. Uh, <laughs> only because it was the, they brought him back in the cheapest, stupidest way, and then the Japanese stuff. They turned him like it, he's human. He's not Optimus Prime anymore. It's dumb. Um, transectors and whatnot. Is he Poptimus Rhyme? Uh, actually, I think he becomes uh, God Jinrai, I think is what his name becomes. Something weird like that. Yeah, they, yeah. they Hasbro was like, hey, we're going to bring Optimus Prime back. And they would. And then they were like, well, now we're going to kill him. And they put <laughs> him on a, like, we got to put him on a ship heading towards the sun. And, like, you're like, what? You're going to. Holy crap, that I seems mean, like a bit extreme. It. And then like then they bring him back again. They're like, oh, he's somewhere else now. And it's like, how? Like, reasons. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just, just, like, you, know, you know what the reason was? Is because they traumatized all these kids and they were like, motherfucker, what the Just going to tease them? Yeah, no. Toy sales dropped because <laughs> Prime is dead. Yeah. yeah oh, my God. Um, it's like you're like you're like telling kids that their dads are going to come by and see them all the time and they only show up like, you know, on your birthday and like, that's it. And I know we got to move on, so I'm going to throw this last one out there. Uh, GoBots were terrible and trash. And do you know why? Because part of their, their line was fucking rocks. They were like, we're going to make <laughs> rock transformers. Yep. And and that'll sell the kids. I was I was I I, I never liked uh, GoBots because of the lack of uh, complexity. Like it was it was literally like it was like three moves and like the, it would like it be was, a robot and you're like, "What?" Like half of them never had heads. I mean, yeah. like what the hell head, was that shit? Yeah, their head was like one of one of them I actually used to have was a Porsche and the whole hood became the thing's head. And it, just, it was it looked they looked dumb. I mean, yes, GoBots well, like looked the, the, dumb. The, the I think I still think it was just, just uh, North Korean stood propaganda. up, but with no head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some of those, some of the, and other times you're like, this guy's a this guy's a he's a he turns into a space shuttle and he turns into a little robot and you're like, well, I mean, the whole time his like face is like right there. Like if so he flies above anybody. Transformers. I'm sure we'll touch on it more in the yeah, future. Yeah, <laughs> probably so. Anyway, that's uh, yeah. Weird. We're gonna have to let that one. We're gonna have to let that one go. I'm gonna have to let that go. Yeah, uh, I got I got a, I got should, a therapy appointment on Wednesday. I know what I'm talking about now. About that one. <laughs> so yeah, that one. Uh, 
make fun of a nerd's thing wrong. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! You and I just have different opinions. I didn't, I didn't say that. I didn't make fun of it. I was mad at Hasbro. I loved Transformers. I was, I was a huge Still, fan. Oh Still, my god! I and just, the I, current I, line is very, very well done. I just feel, I just felt when I was a kid, it was like the the betrayal, like and the trauma from it all. I was like, what the. F-? <laughs> Because I, mean, I didn't, I, I didn't know. That. I went, I went in, I went into the movie not knowing what to expect, and then like Prime gets killed. And I think it was yeah. the red movie? lasers 80, and blue lasers. I That's mean, what I wasn't happy about that either, but I did like Hot Rod. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm like you know, the only kid. You're in the minority. This yeah, is awesome. Definitely. We're 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 in the Japanese realm. Yeah, of, we have derailed. Of, we have of, derailed. Of, we'll, no, no, yeah. see, that's okay though. We're, what we're, is your speaking of which? You, there was a thing. Yeah, that you're gonna get us with. You said for me. So I I said I would get one of the two of you. The other one I don't think will give a shit. Um, uh, my moment was I recently purchased this game recently purchased this game and after two hours of playing being able to control my character for all of about 13 minutes everything else was cutscenes I said to myself fuck this shit I'm out it was Tales of Arise and Steve, you had previously said that the Tales series of games, you were so absolutely the, all over. I However, said I love the Tales series, but I've never played this one. So I, I actually, yeah, I don't know. Um, like the other ones, like I loved Sim- Tales of Symphonia. That was somebody, somebody, somebody gave some bad advice. <laughs> uh, so um, same guy, same a... guy, same guy. I thought Rodimus Prime was cool. Yeah, that's... <laughs> he didn't. He didn't Shows tell me to go get knows. it. I, I already. No, I know. I know. Uh, he didn't tell me to go get it. I got it. And I got it because I was looking at streaming and I was like, all right, so I'm looking at streaming. This just came out. It's well-reviewed. Tons of people. Like, it's got enough of a following that it's sort of like middle of the pack for games that are watched. So this could be something that if it's a decent game, I could enjoy playing. Like, it doesn't even have to be a great game. Just a decent game. And I could enjoy playing it and potentially draw some folks in and maybe build the stream a little bit. Right? The problem is... Every single JRPG makes me feel like I did in high school when I was a weeb. Now, for those of you out there that don't know what a weeb is, a weeb is a person that embraces and is and is obsessed with Japanese culture so much so that it becomes uh, really, really cringeworthy. Like it's 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 it, it's definitely a derogatory term. Well. You Me had the pillow. And my gotcha. group of friends in high school. That's what we were. Everything was anime, 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 anime. It was it it just took me all the way back there. So I booted it up the first time and I was like, oh my God, I can feel it coming. I'm gonna say a lot of stupid things in Japanese that I don't actually know what the meanings are, but my friend who said that he was Japanese is gonna tell me that that's just fine white guy you're doing great who said that he was japanese he may not have been i don't know i i mean his name was <laughs> ramen no so i can't tell <laughs> that's a japanese soup so i i thought i thought uh i thought that was a uh an unauthentic name uh, yeah it was like me and like four or five other people and we were just absolutely obsessed with fucking anime and japanese we're all japanophiles but to a very very cringy extent so um so yeah, that game. Uh, fuck that game. Fuck that shit. I'm out. Uh, See, now I want to try it. Now I want to know. No. Maybe I just no. A contrarian. Two like, hours. He's like, it's a it terrible movie. I want to watch it. You're fucking... like, it's a terrible game. All right. I want to try it. All right. We're moving on. We're moving on. 
It's Tiki's Takes, it's Tiki's Takes. The acting's bad and the blood is fake. Gentlemen, I want to be here for Tiki's Takes, but I actually really got to get off. Uh, so I will catch you guys next time. You can do that on the air. I look- yeah, you, can, you can get off, you can get off yeah. wherever you want. No, we're not judging. You could do it on a plane while reading erotica. <laughs> while reading erotica. Okay, so. buddy, bye. All right, next time, gentlemen. All right, later. All right, take me so, away. Take, today take, we're take looking at... Land. 1990 action sci-fi lady battle cop. This movie is basically like if the Power Rangers and RoboCop had a child and that child wound up being a girl and that oh and she liked tennis. I I don't understand this act, I'm not okay so there's this aspect she was of a it. Big John McEnroe there's fan. a there's a well no there's a so the main character in this, um, I don't, I don't remember her name because it's everybody's got Japanese names and I have a hard time with that. But anyway, uh, she gets turned into like this RoboCop, RoboCop type character. But prior to being the RoboCop character, she is a, uh, a tennis pro. Like she's like took second place in the Olympics or something. So they have a theme song for her that plays, I think, three different times in the movie. And each time, one of the one of the like the middle line, like the middle of it, it talks about like you have to be resilient, you have to be strong, don't give up, no, 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 go, 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 because women were made for tennis. What? That's that's what that that's what it says. <laughs> what it, I'm not kidding. That's it's women it, it, were made for tennis. I don't yeah, and I don't know how that relates back to RoboCop. Or the the lady battle cop. I don't I don't really because he's also wearing heels, so it's not like she's in tennis shoes. Um, it's hard to play tennis in uh, in heels. It's hard uh, to play tennis in a RoboCop. Every, that every I time I play tennis in heels, uh, I look uh, I look a fool. So in so in this in this in this this timeline heels. In this timeline, they're like they they open up the opening. Uh, you know, like an opening crawl, or like give you some sort of backstory, like yeah. what city you're in and all that. Pre-game this one just exposition. Yep, this game, this this movie's exposition says somewhere, sometime, and then the movie starts, and it looks like it's the '90s, uh, maybe late '80s in Japan for sure. I mean, uh, that's a less mouthy way of saying in a galaxy far away, a long, long time ago. Yeah, I they mean, really somewhere, yeah. sometime. I get it. I get it. I'm there. Just imagine it's only like two kanji characters to actually do that though. So, um, so there's so like the, the this movie is a very atypical uh uh japanese kind of like uh, a sci-fi or action movie kind of thing where the only exposition you're really going to get out of this is when the news is showing they keep flashing to the news and the news uh crews keep explaining the setting the story what's happening how people are on the run blah 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 and they talk about this group of four called the cartel who are our major villains in this. Now, the cartel are uh, basically a, a Japanese uh, general who looks like Che Guarvo. Uh, like, he really, really does. He wears, like, just, like, the green fatigues, has, like, the long hair and wears, sun, like, aviator sunglasses all the time. And the the actor learned his lines phonetically, like, very Wait, obviously. Che Guevara? Yeah. Okay, you said Guarvo. Okay, my okay, bad. Okay, okay, cool. So, uh, so yeah, I actually went back and I made sure to check, and that guy, that actor in particular, is uh, he's clearly learned his lines phonetically. Like he speaks English, like everybody speaks Japanese, except for this group of villains, this four-person group called the Cartel, and they're Americans. Actually, the news channel tells you that they're Americans, 
and uh, Lady Battle Cop basically like just mows through them like in the one of the earlier scenes. They go to a weapons dealer who has, in some inexplicable fashion, like already developed a laser-based like rocket launcher that will like kill her. And I don't know how they got this weapon so fast, or like what I don't know what the QA process was, but they got this thing quick, and they're going to use it against her. So she winds up like basically ripping apart the entire like this this entire ma- uh, mafia group or this 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 uh, the, the 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 cartel. The, the news channel, even at one point in time, is explaining how there's, like, like, even the inner workings of the cartel, and they have pictures of the cartel leaders, and one of them is actually an American, and he's, he's a black guy, and he's, like, you know, six feet tall, and the cops don't know where he is. <laughs> he's in Japan. I was like, it can't be that hard to find a guy that big in Japan. Um <laughs> And she tears apart everything. Uh, of course, the police uh, are on the take. Um, usual betrayals, things yes. like that. They throw in one more aspect to this, though. This movie, which is really bizarre to me, they have a guy who's like got psychic powers. Like, like they don't really like. It's, it's a science fiction, but all of a sudden they got a guy with who's 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 got like telekinetic powers. But can and he only move tennis balls? Because that at least tracks with the, the. Unfortunately, he can he can move things larger than a tennis ball. That's unfortunate. That yeah. Is, so seriously. our hero is at a major disadvantage. Um, but she like winds up overcoming it and all that, like, killing that guy. Kills everybody. One scene I think is one of my favorites in the entire movie. She just like walks through like four guys and just like headshot, 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 and just keeps moving along. But the battle lady battle cop uh, outfit itself. I mean, it's a big tinted, like, visor on the top, like, really big, like, bigger sure. than a motorcycle helmet. It's got massive shoulder pads, like, metal shoulder pads, and, and then, like, these kind of, like, hip pads as well, like, hip armor, and that's where she stores her gun is on her hip inside of one of those. So it's just like, it's just like RoboCop. Um, all in all, I mean, it's it's a really silly movie. Um, it's hard to find. It's uh, got two and a half stars. I know. I should have just said it's a really silly I, movie. I, I... It, 5.3 on IMDb. I thought you said you weren't going to review anything that had uh, better than a, a 1.1. I didn't say that. That doesn't sound like something I, I feel like that's exactly what you said. No, anyway. 100%. So Lady Battle Cop is... <laughs> she's She just goes through. Like, she's just like... Like, when she's... Uh, I mean, there's like some points in the movie where it feels like she might be threatened. But otherwise, she's basically an unstoppable juggernaut and just, like, crushes her way through, like, all the bad guys. Um, and the only one that's even a challenge for her is, I mean, technically the dude with the telekinesis powers. So, and then once he's dead, it's like, okay. And then she goes off and she finds everybody else. There is one cool scene where she's riding a motorcycle. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I was, like, really pumped. Like, hey, man, she's all, like, RoboCopped out on the motorcycle. Nice. Uh, and this is before... The reboot of RoboCop, mind you. This is in 1990, so her riding the motorcycle was actually pretty original. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's a silly movie, like I said. You can find it on YouTube, but it's like in 240p or 360p. It's like the the resolution is terrible. Um, it's it's it is subtitled, which is how you know, like when that theme song comes on and you're like, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, women are made for tennis. All right. Like, I don't know. Like that, one, that like one part of it really blew my mind. And like, why does that keep coming up? Why is that relevant? I don't understand how like, that, how is that relevant to her becoming Lady Battle Cop? 
It would honestly be like if RoboCop's big thing, if they were like, men were made for baseball, that's why he's RoboCop. Like, it wouldn't... <laughs> like, it wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> like, that's what, it, that's what it keeps on, like... Uh, that's what I keep coming back to with it. It's it's a... Uh, uh, it, it is really... It's a tennis pro in a robot assassin outfit going out for justice to bless the silver screen to be honest i feel like this is something that steven seagal has probably said to himself you know i could probably make this movie i could probably make it right now i can imagine like you imagine him in that like because like in lady battle cop armor the the japanese gal who plays uh lady battle cop is actually pretty thin she's in pretty good shape but i just think uh, think about like steven seagal like trying to fit into some armor like that where they're like okay so we just got a 50 gallon drum we went ahead and we cut out <laughs> kind of a that's gonna be arm the... and leg holes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, go just to town. Gre- just <laughs> grease them up and slide them in. That's what you gotta do. That's that's. <laughs> All right, Steve. Uh, Joey over there is gonna have the cue cards with all your lines on it, and uh, here's your toy gun. Anyway. Thanks. Thanks. Can I get a real gun? The best. I'm like, but I put a real gun. I could. Totally shoot stuff, and I'd be amazing at it. I could shoot yeah. things. It'd be amazing. It'd be even easier to do stunts if I had a real gun. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, if you get if you get a chance, if you could find like a copy of this movie like in a higher resolution, I imagine it'd actually be pretty fun. It 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 the explosions the explosions around like the Lady Battle Cop, the special effects remind me a lot of like kind of just Power Rangers. They really do. The, the blood and gore is, I mean, she shoots people, just pop, 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 and they drop down, but there's no, like, blood. So it's not overly violent in that sense. Um, it's, it is. It's, I watched I watched the whole thing and just kind of thought, this is a really, really silly movie. Yeah. So if you want to have a good night watching that, go ahead, be, a, <laughs> be my guest. Be my guest? <laughs> yeah. Or don't watch that and instead watch... Uh, Oh, no, that one's did a bad movie. Did you get, it? Did you get it, uh, an, uh, an or else? Or uh, watch this instead? Did you get it instead? Uh, oh, no, I actually don't have a good one right now offhand. I was looking at... Uh... Well, I, I can give one real quick. Uh, so no, go ahead. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. now at the Alamo Draft House uh, in the Denver area, The Thing with Kurt Russell is playing. That's a fantastic that- film is a absolutely fantastic, fantastic film fantastic freaking film it's uh one is... of the one of the two characters on our banner is uh the kurt russell character from uh from that film absolutely great movie go see that yeah it's uh it is it is a wonderful movie if you can if you can get a chance to go watch it i absolutely love the ending on that one cosmic horror absolutely phenomenally done and 1982 such good movie that was made when i was two all righty all right, we've uh, we've run an hour and twenty five. Excellent, excellent podcast. I think, like every episode, we're gonna finish things off by shouting out to the mutual support groups that we hope you turn to in your time of need. Alcoholics Anonymous, AA dot org two one two eight seven zero three four zero zero moderation management moderation dot org two one two eight seven one zero nine seven four secular AA SOS sobriety dot org. 323-693-1633, Smart Recovery, smartrecovery.org, 440-951-5357, and Women for Sobriety, womenforsobriety.org, 215-536-8026. From all of us here at the Save vs. Poison podcast, Steve can't say goodnight, so we'll do it for him. I'm Will. I'm Tiki. And we wish you warm, creamy regards. Good night, everybody. 
Good night.